Welcome to the How Show, hosted by the How Gal, Kelly Johnner Byrne. How stands for Help Others Win. The How Show will introduce you to some really cool people that can explain their various hows and help you learn how to win in life, in business, in everything. Now here's the How Gal, Kelly Johnner Byrne. Welcome to the How Show. I'm Kelly Johnner Byrne, the How Gal. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Today we're going to talk about networking, social networking, media networking, where to spend your time, network, 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 drive yourself crazy. How do you decide where to spend your time? whether it's social media networking or networking in person. There's so many opportunities and channels where you could spend time networking that it's oftentimes hard to know where to focus your time, effort, and resources. I know this from years of experience and countless wasted hours of coffee chats. You know those deals where you sit down with somebody, you buy them coffee, and you just wonder where the hour blew off to? Uh, don't do that. You can run yourself ragged and leave you and your business and your work weary. So what's the litmus test for deciding when to drive to meet someone or when to stay in your office and phone the referrals you may have? When do you spend time putting some effort into social media? How do you decide which could produce the most beneficial results and be the best time management practice for you? Well, there's a fine line between growing your legitimate network versus being the person that's out and about connecting here, there, and everywhere. Do you wonder about the people that you see at every single networking event and all the time on social media if they have a life? Maybe they do and maybe they don't. You know, if you don't have some balance, there's a 100% chance that you'll burn out. I have three basic rules. I follow in choosing where I allocate my time when it comes to growing my network. I follow the three R's, research, referrals, and repetition. We're going to talk today about repetition because I have a guest that you are not going to want to miss. Before I venture out to a business event or a meeting, I do some research. You see, that time that you spend researching who you're going to be out talking to is going to be the best time spent. Sometimes it's just a quick visit to an organization's website to see what their mission and vision is all about. Does it align with me? Does it align with my business objectives and personal goals? I can then scan for mentions of its members or attendees, and I can look them up through the various social media channels. If I see something that doesn't translate to what I consider to be good judgment, well, then I reconsider. If the organization itself touts to be X, but the members of the group seem to be not in exact alignment with X, then I find myself pondering whether to attend an event with said individuals if it's wise. You see, perception is reality. You know, so if I don't like what I see, well, then I need to move on. That's my moment today. Kelly Johnner Byrne, the How Gal, will be back in just a moment. I have a question for real estate agents. Are you a real estate agent that is new to the business and wants to learn how to quickly build your business? Or an existing agent, team leader, or broker owner that would like to keep more of what you earn, have access to the latest technologies, training and support, all while building a real retirement portfolio with stock options and a revenue sharing that is offered by no other company. If that's the case, you need to talk to Tony Schwartz with EXP Realty at 651-295-7550. 28 years in the industry, Tony has seen and done it all, and he can explain to you how to build a business you can someday retire from. That's Tony Schwartz at 651-295-7550. Welcome back. I'm Kelly John Byrne, the How Gal, and you're listening to The How Show. I am so excited for my guest today 
How many of you out there have done some social media marketing or like me, a feeble attempt at it? Well, today I have a super guest and her name is Janet E. Johnson. And she has more than 20 years of experience and millions of dollars earned for clients and her own business using online marketing strategies. You see, her career started in 1998. She was selling on eBay. She, I don't know what she was selling. We're going to find that out, but she was selling something. She is also a host of her own popular podcast. It's called Business Growth Time. In her career, Janet has worked with large brands as well as local businesses and entrepreneurs. She's been featured on National Institute of Social Media, Social Media Today, Social Media Pros, Social Media Strategies, everything social you can think of, I think, huh? The Summit World Youth Forum. And if somebody were to ask her, well... She has a few too many cats. She's the crazy cat collector lady. Please welcome Janet E. Johnson. How are you doing, Janet? Great, great. Thanks for having me. I am so glad that you're here. We first have to start with, um, what were you selling on eBay? <laughs> it and was, was it legal? No, it was not legal. <laughs> but I found it out after I had been selling it a while and making good money. Is that that so, sort of thing where you just kind of, um, you do it and you beg forgiveness later yeah, and you learn like, as you go? Oh. I didn't know. It was high-end juicy couture, high-end women's clothing. And it was great because I'd keep an outfit every time I'd get an order. I'd, my friends would go, oh, can I go through your order? It was great until it got confiscated at the border and I had to give that up. <laughs> Which border did you get confiscated at? China or something. <laughs> so are, were you trying to start a trade war with China over there? What's going on? <laughs> it was a world that, you know what, That's it's it was my lead into the entrepreneur life that you know, a lot of lessons learned. Well, we have to we have to get there somewhere. How did you evolve from, uh, you know, eBay selling? And and first of all, a question: Do you still do any eBay selling at all? No, no, I shop there a lot. But okay, no, you're just dropping cash. You're not yeah, making cash. Yeah, okay. it's not my thing anymore. Yep. So tell us more about how you got into the social media because you really have had a long career. 1998. Yeah, yeah. Before a lot of people were. Um, bottom line is, I just. St- fell in love with the internet. It was not a world we grew up in. I'm older than a lot of the generation on the internet, but bottom line is it just was very, very um, enticing. Everything there, like you can make money without leaving your house. So I've um, I evolved into affiliate marketing, blogging, getting people to the top of Google, all of that I um, dabbled in. So I did all of that over the years. And while running the daycare in the basement, I did that for six years. So in the end, I finally, my business grew enough where I was working with clients and started working with them. Once it came to a point, I just gave up the daycare and then moved on to that. So you kicked the kids out of the basement. You (laughs) stayed in your pajamas and uh, your fuzzy slippers and kept making money. So tell us a little bit more about affiliate marketing. What is it and how does that how does that work? How do people actually make money doing it? You're basically just marketing someone else's product. So you don't have to do the work behind the scenes, but you can make a cut on their product. What kind of products have you um, repped or you know done affiliate marketing with? My main ones currently are just softwares that I believe in and I use myself. So for instance, one of mine is Sprout Social, the social the posting software for social media. So it just makes sense. If I believe in it, then I tell people about it and I can make a cut. And every time that uh, somebody is popping in and saying, hey, Janet, what do you use? It's really that that third party, you know, testimonial piece. Exactly. 
So what got you started in the social media piece? You evolved <laughs> from eBay to social media. How, how and what was the jump? Well, believe it or not, I was on MySpace before heard of that one, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I don't know I don't know if I ever had any of my own space, but you didn't. I, I heard okay. of it. No, I never got to we MySpace. We loved it. But and we thought Facebook was really dumb. And this was back in like 07ish. Yes. So around 06, 07. And I went on Facebook at that time and my husband was a general contractor. So I told him, I said, instead of us taking all this time and energy to build a website, you have all these pictures, let's just put them on Facebook, see what happens, start a page, see what happens. And at that point, it was organic, meaning you did not have to pay for advertising. But it worked. And we saw friends saying, oh, I saw you like this page, so you... I see you're doing business with this person. I want to do business with this person. So we saw that working. And then I just started reaching out to more and more and more businesses. And you had mentioned business networking, joined a business networking group. And at one point, I was managing nine orthodontists across the Twin Cities. So I've worked a lot with that, too. Making their, doing their social media. Yeah. I was, at that point, it was more posting on their social media. Yeah. So that's just, uh, it, it became a way for you to earn a commission posting other people's stuff. Yeah. What works for small business? If you're working with nine orthodontists across the Twin Cities, what, what would you give as advice? What works for any small business? Well, back in 07, 08, 09, into 10 even probably, you could do posting and it would work. Now it's pay to play. So tell us a little bit more about what's the future of the Facebook ads and the Instagram ads and all of that. Well, right now there is nothing, nothing to get to the to that audience. There's just nothing out there where you can pay as little as you do for Facebook and Instagram advertising and hit your core audience. So meaning, uh, like think of a billboard. You don't know who's driving by. But here, you know exactly, you get to pick that audience and know exactly who's driving by. So right now, I see the future of Facebook and Instagram advertising not going anywhere. And Instagram's growing tremendously, as we know. So that was a smart investment by Facebook. So here's a question that, um, you know, some of our listeners might have. Where is the best place to spend your money? If I'm just getting started out, let's say, um, well, we have one of our sponsors with us today who's in uh, real estate. Where would be a great place for someone like Tony Schwartz to advertise? Facebook and Instagram. And Facebook owns Instagram, so let me back that up. They, since they own Instagram, it's all one and the same. So Facebook, if you market on Facebook, you can go through the same system to market on Instagram too. So it's one and the same. So, in essence, would I really need to buy both Facebook and Instagram ads, or would I just want to play on one? You are playing in that field. So, basically, you would pay, and you can choose. Do I want this to go to Instagram and Facebook, or do I just want to go to Facebook? And is there double the charge, then? No, if you're, no. No, it's, no. Just one, it's just one charge. You got it. How does someone sustain their social media presence? I have been asked that by so many people. I mean, let's take a scenario. Let's let's lead you somewhere. So you've got this small business and they're posting and they're regular and everything. And now they're just kind of burned out on it because now they're out there doing the business of the business. How does somebody sustain a Facebook presence Pay. or an Insta? Pay. 
pay. It all comes down to if you've got enough money, you can make anything happen, Well, and right? it's not even about enough money. It's about consistent money. So even if you're a small business, I say $10 a day. If you are running a business and you can't spend $10 a day on advertising for your business, you probably shouldn't be in business. Okay, now I think that's probably the biggest nugget of advice that I've uh, that I've heard somebody on a show say. Say that one more time. <laughs> say that again. It's so important. It takes it, money to make money. It does. It takes money to make money. And if you can't afford $10 a day to be spending on your social media advertising, then why are you spending time on social media? I, I think it's very, it's very, very interesting. How, how important, let's talk brand, because that's something that I see inconsistencies. When I am out, you know, we just talked in my, my little opening comments about I go out and do research on somebody and find out a little bit more about a company or a person if I want to actually meet with them. If, if it's going to be a mutually, can't be one-sided, a mutually beneficial um, relationship. How does someone keep their personal Facebook stuff and their professional Facebook stuff kind of in tune? Or what's your recommendation? Yeah, on well, that? it's in 2019, authenticity is key. So if you are to be authentic, it's hard to hide behind the logo. If you, I do work with bigger brands. So I have to work with companies that that's what their brand presence is. It's logo. It's, it's not a person specifically, but Bottom line is, if you can do it, I highly suggest it. It is very difficult to hide behind a brand at this point. Because people are going to go out and, and troll you and, and take a peek. And Not only that, I think people, if you can build that no like, and trust factor, and that's why I preach video a lot when it comes to social media, and if you can, that's the best way to build that no like and trust factor is to do video, get on the video yourself, and then they're more, much more likely to buy from you. How important is it? Because uh, if we were to go on, let's just say LinkedIn, and we're going to talk LinkedIn in a moment. If we were to go on LinkedIn, we would be able to find a ton of video uh, people that are going to do our, our video ads and all of that. How important is it to be uh, uber professional? in uh you know doing some video because you're speaking authenticity it's authentic yeah and i think people overthink it i'm i, I joke i'm a just do itter now you need to have it professional a just do it <laughs> i'm pretty sure nike would love that uh, a just do it er <laughs> i don't know we might have to pull that off it's the my air. own word yeah it's I all love. good <laughs> I mean, I'm an all gooder. Uh, yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> so the bottom line is, you know, the 15 second clip on your iPhone is fine. It's fine. You are showing authenticity. That's why stories on Instagram have become so huge because people want the authenticity. They don't want the high production value videos anymore. They want it to be authentic. That's great for a uh, conference or a, uh, you know, some kind of a bigger event where you're really trying to show horsepower, what we can do. Um, tell me more about how would somebody get started? Like if they make a video, then what do you do with it? 
how, how do we do multiple uses or how do we get the biggest bang for our 15 seconds of fame? You know, there's so many softwares out there right now. One of them is wave.video and wave video. What you can do is upload that video and they'll convert it into the different formats. So tall for an Instagram story or IGTV, you can take a regular video and then turn that into a tall format within two clicks of a button. Uh, Square-shaped videos are great for Facebook and work on LinkedIn, too. They work on Instagram. So there's just all sorts of formatting things, and it doesn't have to be... So there's just so many softwares out there now to make it easy. I mean, life is... Like we talked about, I started so long ago. Video was so complicated back way back when. But now there's apps on your phone. It takes two seconds to plug in an app, put some captions on there, and off you go. What's a favorite app that you have uh, for Instagram, Facebook, or is there a different app for each of those? Well, having captions, because a lot of people don't listen. They are watching, but they don't have their sound on on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Kind of like the Chinese subtitles or the, the you yeah. know, when you're watching the Kung Fu movie, uh, you know, 100 years ago or like last week, um, you know, and you've got the t- subtitles going across the That's bottom. exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly That's it. That's exactly it. And Clipomatic is my favorite app for that. So Clipomatic, it's under one minute videos and they automatically transcribe it for you so that you can have the captions. So let me get this straight. I just make a video and I'm talking 15 seconds and I go to Clipomatic app and it will put my subtitles in. Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure Bob Sansevier, when he's producing the show, he's going to be looking at Clipomatic. You know, <laughs> our guest Tony will be Clipomaticing. Um, I think you should call Clipomatic and you should ask for some cash and just <laughs> advertise them. Okay. We wanted to talk LinkedIn. How do you use LinkedIn? And is LinkedIn uh, relevant or is it just for the job search? That's what I had somebody say to me the mm. other day. It's it's a great B two B business. I am more. Um, my specialty is Facebook and Instagram. I do use LinkedIn for my own business, but I also, when it comes to uh, me training on LinkedIn, I have my people that I I refer instead. So that I just decided to really niche down to Facebook and Instagram. But I will say I use it for myself, and it really is for any job seekers, absolutely, of course, but it's also any business to business. But it is an organic thing, and if you're looking at paid advertising, LinkedIn is not your place unless you're a large SaaS company. And is it just because the the cost is so much higher? Yes. Okay, I'm a I'm going to give you a scenario here. I'm a business. I've been in business for um, a year. I'm just making this up as I go, you know. So I have a um, a graphic design company, and I've been in business for a year. I've got some jobs. I'm I'm making just enough money to uh, you know keep my kids out of daycare and put them to school, and I've got those hours during the day. I have got a marketing budget for this year. I've got a thousand bucks. What am I going to do with it? What's going to be the biggest bang for my buck? Ready, set, go. And that's a thousand dollars for the year. For a year. For the year. <laughs> well, you you will get the farthest with Facebook and Instagram ads, and with a graphic designer, I will add on that they should be using Pinterest too. Pinterest as well. How does Pinterest flip into the mix with that? Well, one of my groups that I work with, uh, niches, I have four jewelry companies. So I do a lot with Pinterest also, because it makes sense. That's that that audience is there, you can really show off your brand, it drives a lot of traffic, and you can get that organically. So it's not meaning non paid. So it's a great place to spend your time if you have a small budget. 
And then just putting in those, uh, you know, a few dollars every day to uh And I would to put the money ads. to Facebook and Instagram. Yes, okay. you got it. So when you're looking at, um, you know, some people have said, well, social media, you know, it could change in an instant. Well, it's changing in an instant. Um, is social media going away? Or what, what do you see as the next thing? <laughs> well, the next thing, my guess, is TikTok. But... That's just that's a Gary V prediction. If you've heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, okay. and it's t- it's taken off tremendously with kids, teenagers, and but that's how Instagram started too. If we remember, we 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 avoided at our age. Mm-hmm. We don't need to mention what that is. We're but. just forty. <laughs> we'll, we're just going to go with we are forty plus and absolutely fabulous exactly exactly but now we love instagram and all the moms are in instagram and so what do the kids do they jumped over to snapchat but snapchat hasn't taken off quite like they thought but tiktok right now is a very hot hot place that i think is the future um but i don't think facebook and instagram are going anywhere in the near future there's so many followers so many users and it really is um pretty simple okay there's something new out there and i don't know a lot about it but it's called grandpa facebook or something like that you know what that is it's for the elderly so i'm gonna have to look Hmm. that up well that'll be a that'll be a note to self to take a peek at that yeah that's a that's a good point the one thing the one if you are trying to target that audience though facebook is your place because the grandparents are on there for their grandkids to see the pictures. So they are definitely on Facebook. A lot are not on Instagram yet. Where do you think the belly-to-belly networking fits in? Where do you, where do you, you know, if you are designing a strategy for, for somebody, where does that fit in these days? I, well, I developed that kind of strategy with my ads for certain types of clients. So for instance, we would, we would, create a sales funnel is what it's called. And we would start with introducing. So first off, we start with brand awareness, and that's usually video. So let's use real estate as an example. You want to create the brand awareness, have them learn who you are and build that know, like, and trust factor. But then what we can do is we can actually retarget and re-bring in those video viewers to as an audience and get in front of them again and again. So then we take and we go, okay, well, let's take the next step of the sales funnel is to ask for a sale. But you want to build the know, like, and trust factor on the front end first. How many videos would someone need? So we've got Tony in the studio. He's sitting here. It's looking. It's he's looking at us like this is a tennis match, you know. <laughs> and so, um, how would somebody like Tony build more brand awareness? He's already been in business twenty eight years. What would you suggest for him? I would definitely suggest more video. Video of you could even do Facebook lives, behind the scenes, uh, open houses. There's I, I have consulted a lot of real estate agents, and the bottom line is it's all about building that know, like, and trust factor. But the, the other side of it is to run some ads to the geo-targeted area. So then give that a push to the area that where you're selling the home. So that comes right down to finding out who your core audience is and really doing that target marketing. You got it. You know, with so many realtors, there. you know, I look at this in, in, um, in areas of different um, – entrepreneurial areas it will say there's so many realtors there's a there's a lot of folks that are in insurance how is it that one person really rises to the top 
Is it a level of consistency? Is it a quality of video? Is it just the, the continuing message? Is it something? Is it all of those? What's what's the magic? I think it's it's combined, but consistency is a big piece. Yes. And being being willing to put yourself out there and be a just do it. A just do it. <laughs> I like that. Well, you know what? It's all gooder. We're going to go with that. So Janet E. Johnson, don't forget the E for exceptional, exciting. Um, she's the gal that you want to connect with. Janet, how do we find you? Um, and do you have a specific client that you're looking for right now? The easiest way to find me is just JanetEJohnson.com. And right now, currently, it's just lead generation clients. So coaches, consultants, local businesses, anything, any company that wants lead generation, that's my specialty. Well, I want to say thank you so much. We have had just an awesome time. Janet E. Johnson, I've got to put another plug in there. After the new year, we are going to be doing a mastermind. And uh, if you are interested in something like that, please reach out to Kelly at kellyjohnerburn.com or just simply go to my website, kelly at kellyjohnerburn.com and look us up. There'll be more information posted at the website. And thanks again to Janet Johnson. Last closing thought, how many cats do you really have? (laughs) Three, and they're all adorable. And three (laughs) is just not enough. All right. This is Kelly Johnerburn, the How Gal, and you've been listening to The How Show. We'll be back in a moment with Tony Schwartz. I have a question for real estate agents. Are you a real estate agent that is new to the business and wants to learn how to quickly build your business? Or an existing agent, team leader, or broker owner that would like to keep more of what you earn, have access to the latest technologies, training and support, all while building a real retirement portfolio with stock options and a revenue sharing that is offered by no other company. If that's the case, you need to talk to Tony Schwartz with EXP Realty at 651-295-7550. 28 years in the industry, Tony has seen and done it all, and he can explain to you how to build a business you can someday retire from. That's Tony Schwartz at 651-295-7550. We're back with Tony Schwartz, EXP Realty and Beacon Properties. Hey, Tony, how are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? So you've been in real... I'm doing great. But you've been in real estate like forever. Well, I don't know if 28 years is forever, but I started when I was 10. Yeah, that's That's longer than Facebook has been around. (laughs) Yeah, this is true. Janet has a comment for you. You know, what about... What do you think about realtors and all of this, uh, you know, their Facebook marketing? They are probably the furthest behind, but they are starting to catch up, starting to catch on. But it took a long time. That industry, contractors, construction, it's probably the furthest behind. That's awesome. So, Tony, how can people find you and why would they want to find you? Well, in talking about us being behind in social media, that one of the challenges that a lot of us have that have been in the business as long as I have is all of our businesses referral. So we haven't really had a need to go out there and do the social media and do a lot of marketing, but now that's changing. Um, you know, I'm now consulting and training a lot of new mentees into the business, so I want to help them get it off the ground and get new leads and stuff like that. So for me, it's been... It's been hard to get into that mode, uh, but the technology and all the tools we're using right now, we literally have to get involved in it. Well, Bob had a comment about what his 10-year-old is doing. Well, she's on TikTok, but I also, when you said he's been in it forever, I just assumed he had the first listing on the Garden of Eden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) Or Mesopotamia, have any land there that you sold? (laughs) No, but my daughter's on TikTok, and what you said uh, was absolutely dead on. These kids today... That's where they are now. Now, there'll probably be more, but that's where they would gravitate 
as they become teenagers and adults is what they're familiar with. You got it. Well, you think about it, Tony, you're talking about um, with EXP Realty, which has an incredible program um, for helping people actually retire someday. Correct. They could Correct. actually retire and and uh, make something. So, uh, you know, TikTok, okay, you look at it, John, uh, or, um, you know, Bob's got a, uh, a 10-year-old and literally in just a few years, eight years, she'd be eligible to purchase a home or... You know, yeah, and I how think, are you going to capture these kids? Well, and you you need to you need to work on that because it used to be that everyone in our industry said millennials don't buy houses; they rent. You know, they're not interested in buying. Well, that's changing now. We're seeing that drastically change. So you have to be on those sites that they're on. You have to be where they are. You have to market where they're they're going to see you and hopefully you know contact you and use you. Continuous learning, Janet. What would you say is um, something that uh, you know Tony could benefit from? in real estate right now that you're sitting playing tennis uh, back and forth here, <laughs> looking at each other. <laughs> ben, you mean as in a social, social media, media effort? I, we Video would be the biggest, biggest area to take action on. And podcasting. Yeah. Video and podcasting. podcasting get yeah. on every we podcast. We need to get on every podcast I, yeah. that we can think of. And I would agree with that. And we, we just came back from EXP's convention and video was a big part of the conversation that we were having. There were a lot of people out there doing videos while they were at the conference um, and that's one of the, the beauties of EXP is the technology. I mean, they are literally, a, they do not do brick and mortar. They put all their money in technology and uh, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. But yeah, we, we got to be on top of it. It's amazing how much business is done um, really through your phone, through your iPad, through any computer. It, it is absolutely amazing. I want to say thank you so much, Tony Schwartz, EXP Realty, Beacon Properties, one of our sponsors. Thanks, Janity Johnson, for being here. And Bob, we always love to have you comment. Uh -huh. I am Kelly Johnner Byrne, the How Gal, and you've been listening to The How Show.